Hi, YouTubers and watchers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeToon.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little what's shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on. Boy, that is a good cup of coffee. Yeah, once again, we're using Lavaza. This came courtesy of viewer Alex Lopez. Thank you again, Alex. This is Lavaza Perfetto. Yeah, how about that? Really, really nice. And the reason why we're using it is because Rodney Ripplinger sent along some additional information regarding this coffee. And happy Halloween. We have a Halloween mug right here. Check that out. Halloween, happy, <laughs> happy Halloween. Yeah, isn't that a great looking mug? Yeah, I realize I didn't have a Halloween mug for the Monday morning mailbag today. It's Halloween and I did not have a Halloween mug. So I thought, where can I go to get a, a Halloween mug? Aha, the local Goodwill store in Chardon, Ohio. So I went over there and they had this one, which is absolutely fantastic. And I bought a backup just in case. <laughs> Trick, treat like that. As you know, I uh, uh, bought a wonderful Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug from that same Goodwill store and I accidentally broke it when I was cleaning it and uh, I've been trying to find one like it ever since. So that's why I bought the backup just in case I dropped this one. At least I have something with a Halloween theme. But luckily, I was careful this time around. And my thanks to Paula at the Goodwill store. She was a sales representative there that checked me out there at the register. I was talking to her and told her I was so happy to find this Halloween mug for my channel. She wanted to know what channel I explained to her what my channel was all about, and she punched it up on her phone, and turns out she is she was trained as a cosmetologist, uh, men's cuts, that sort of thing, and was telling me, yes, the traditional wet shave, the wet shave is absolutely the best way to shave, absolutely. So thanks very much for that, Paula. Really do appreciate it. Very nice meeting you, and thanks to, to everyone at the local Goodwill store in Chardon, Ohio we're having some really, really nice Halloween merchandise this time around, and I'm really happy I got this mug, put us all in the Halloween spirit. So thank you very, very much to everyone at the Chardon Goodwill. And again, happy Halloween to everybody. Also, I wanted to give a shout out and a big hello to all the elementary students in the Harbor Creek School District over in Pennsylvania as they discuss career choices with their school counselor, Mr. Lucian. As I understand it from Mr. Lucian, a lot of the students in the school are watching the channel. They're interested in becoming uh, YouTubers, having online careers, that sort of thing. Well, thanks very much for tuning in. I'm very flattered and honored that you have, and I hope you find the channel inspiring, and hopefully it sparks your creativity. Great time to be doing YouTube, podcasting, uh, all these kinds of things, because uh, it's the tools that are available, just amazing. They advance your creativity, help you streamline the process. Really, really terrific time to uh, be utilizing these tools. It's amazing. I mean, you can uh, shoot video very, very easily from a laptop or from your phone. Edit it with some really, really terrific tools that you can get for free. Uh, upload it to YouTube and broadcast around the world. It really, really is amazing. So good luck to everyone there considering uh, pursuing online careers and uh, starting a YouTube channel or a podcast. It really is a lot of fun. And if I can give you one piece of advice, 
Reading and writing, boy, those are really, really important. Good reading skills build good writing skills and also good speaking skills. So just keep that in mind as well. So thanks to Mr. Lucian and all the kids over there at the Harbor Creek School District. Well, as I said, we're going to talk a little bit more about Lavaza Coffee. Now, um, Rodney Ripplinger wrote, Hey, Mark, I bought some of that Lavaza brand of coffee at Costco. They had it on sale once I tried it, I went back today to get a second bag while it's still on sale. Uh, this was at their business center. They don't have it at their regular membership stores. After I picked up my second bag, I noticed that they also had a premium selection of the Lavazza coffee brand. It's organic and is roasted and packaged in Italy, while the brown bag version is roasted and packaged by Lavazza here in the USA. I bought some of that too. I can hardly wait to give it a try, but I'll wait. But I'll but it'll have to wait until I finish my current bag of Lavaza standard version. So there you go, folks. If you're looking for uh, Lavaza, you know that is roasted and ground in Italy, check out the Costco Business Center. That's where Rodney says uh, they have it. And again, Happy Halloween! <laughs> Great to see you again. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, if you're taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. As we say on the show every morning, let me get it right here. <laughs> a good hot coffee, a trusty mug, let the caffeine go to work. Gentlemen, yeah, wonderful, wonderful time to get together with you on this Halloween uh, this Halloween holiday. I hope you got all your candy in, in, uh, in place. We get about 350 kids in my neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> we get a lot. Halloween is very, very big in this part of Northeast Ohio. So I'm all set for the trick-or-treaters for tonight. And uh, we got a great show, got a lot of great content. You know what? Uh, man, let's get right to it like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Okay, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Eric Adams, and he wrote regarding uh, a video I did on Colonel Conk Shave Soap. Boy, this is really, really good stuff. It really is. It's affordable. Uh, it's a nice size. You can travel with it, that sort of thing. Uh, and Eric wrote, these are actually great soaps, especially for the price. I'm not going to claim that they are as good as a modern fat and butter infused artisan soap, but they hold their own. Now, here's the shaving tip. They are actually really great as a pre-shave, helping to both clean the skin and moisturize the stubble. Uh, thanks for the fun video, Mark. Eric, yeah, that's a really great, great tip. Never dawned on me that you could use this as a pre-shave to clean your face and also to kind of build a, a pre-shave base uh, right there before you build your lather. As a matter of fact, I'm also thinking that, this is just off the top of my head here, that you could use this not only as a pre-shave, but then lather with it on top of that. Clean your face with this, use it as a pre-shave, and then build a lather on top of that. So perhaps you're going to travel and you want to cut down on the uh, amount of items you put in your dop kit. You can just take this. This could act as both pre-shave and shave soap for you. That's my thought on this, but really a great, great tip, Eric. Never thought about this as a pre-shave. There you go, folks. If you want to 
pre-shave and, and you're out of oil, you're out of cream, uh, your cube is down to the last little bit, hey, this might fill in very, very well. So Eric, thanks very, very much for a great, great shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. And for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it on the morning shaving tip, you too, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So thanks very much, Eric, for the shaving tip. We really do appreciate it. And folks, Eric also has a YouTube channel or a YouTube shaving channel. It's called uh, Better Every Shave. Better Every Shave. That's Eric's shaving channel. So thanks again, Eric. Really, really do appreciate the really, really fun tip. Okay, this morning we have an extra shaving tip, and it comes from viewer Robert Ross. And he writes, Hi, Mark. I'm always trying to improve my technique while shaving by watching others on YouTube. Until recently, I rinsed my face in between passes. I no longer do that. I simply wipe the excess soap off my face with my hand. I find that this retains more of the soap's slickness rather than washing much of the slickness away. It also decreases the amount of water I use during a shave, so I'm doing my part for the environment. Hope you're doing well, Robert Ross. Robert, that's a really neat approach and a really neat shaving tip. Now, the reason why I rinse my face uh, after I uh, do my shave pass is because uh, I like using Phoenix shaving uh, shaving soaps with the CK6. And there are some other soaps that kind of fall into the same category where they like water. So having that extra water on my face brings the lather out of the shave knot. However, I'm doing a face lather. That's why um, I'm, I'm uh, wetting the face again. And I have that that lather, that soap in the knot, and doing that again, having that, that little extra water there kind of helps regenerate that lather and kind of bring it out of the knot and build, build that lather again. Uh, and I think that's because I'm doing a face lather. Uh, it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, sounds like you might be doing a bowl lather. And your method makes a lot of sense because if you already have the lather built in your bowl and you're just wiping off that little bit of excess after your shave pass, you're just grabbing some more and painting it back on while, as you say, keeping that excess slickness from the previous shave pass. It's kind of like maybe, I guess, a pre-shave pre base kind of a thing, and then just painting it back on and then um, you know going about the next shave pass. Makes a lot of sense, and that this is something I'm going to try next time I bowl lather. Rather than rinse, I'm just going to wipe it off and then, you know, go into my scuttle or my shave bowl and pull out that lather and, you know, paint it on once more. And then I already have that extra slickness there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So thanks very much for sending along the extra shave tip. Folks, give this method a try. Let me know what you think. Comment below in the, in the comment below. Let us know if this shaving tip, uh, if it, if it helps you. Uh, especially if you're a bowl lather. Again, Robert, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like this might be very, very useful if you're a bowl lather. I really would be interested to hear your uh, additional thoughts on this. So thanks again very much for the uh, shave tip this morning, Robert. Really, really do appreciate it. 
Well, viewer Andrew Hill checked in and he wrote, great show. It was a busy day for me yesterday, so I wasn't able to listen to it till last night. And it was the first time I did via your podcast. I especially enjoyed the Second Cup podcast with the extra bits you talked about. Have a great week. Hey, Andrew, thanks very much for the nice comments. I really do appreciate it. And it also serves as a reminder to everybody that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. It's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Not only is the Monday Morning Mailbag available as a podcast, but also our new podcast called Second Cup. So episodes of Second Cup are also available up there. All you have to do is search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more on your favorite podcasting stream service. Search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and it should come right up. You'll see George right there. You'll, you'll know you're at the right spot, the right place, so to speak, for the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast and also for the Second Cup podcast as well. So, Andrew, thanks again for the really nice words, and thanks for the reminder uh, to allow me to remind everyone else here that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast as well as Second Cup. Well, well, you know, coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Okay. Hey, I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Great to see you again. Thanks so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Happy Halloween again. Just great to see you on this Halloween holiday. Again, I hope you're getting ready. And yeah, we have a lot of kids. I'm not kidding you. I've got about 350 to 400 pieces of candy. We get that many kids. Now, yeah, at some point during the evening, I'll, uh, I'll start giving some of the kids maybe two or three pieces of candy, that sort of thing. But believe me, we get a lot of kids. Now, if you think 350 kids is an exaggeration, nah, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, we get a lot of kids. Let me just share a little story with you. When I first bought this house, my first Halloween, uh, all the kids were showing up and I was giving away a big handful of candy, just reaching in and there you go. And then here you go. Here's another big handful. And all the moms got on their cell phones and said, someone stop Mark. <laughs> and they ran over. One of the, one, one of the, one of the ladies in the neighborhood ran over and said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm handing out Halloween candy. You're going to get 350 kids tonight, Mark. You're going to run out of candy. One piece each. And that's really the rule of thumb that I've that I've stuck to ever since then. Yeah, a lot of kids, a lot of kids. Now, I'll let you know next week how many we actually got. You might think a 350 is an exaggeration. Might be, might be. I'm going to, I have more than enough candy. I got about 350 to 400 pieces of candy in the bags that I have. So we'll see how much we have left over. And again, there are some, there, every once in a while, I'll give a few kids maybe, you know, two or three pieces, that sort of thing. But yeah, we get a lot of kids here. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, I hope you're hoping, I hope, <laughs> I hope you're enjoying a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen, with me uh, right now. So let's get to some of these refill subjects because, uh, boy, they're great. We got some great, great comments. Uh, this comes from uh, Bart Bartlett, and he wrote, and he wrote, uh, good morning, Mark. That Monday morning mailbag segment about skin pores opening and closing piqued my interest. Here's a short article that confirms what you reported. Well, actually, Jimmy V reported it. 
And my thanks to Jimmy V for that, all that information again. Uh, based on the fact that hot and cold is merely a comfort thing, I'm going to stick with cold water shaves. It wastes water for me to bring hot water to the bathroom sink anyway. Now he's got a link to the article. I will link it below so you folks can read it as well. Thanks very much for passing that along, Bart. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Jimmy V followed up with this regarding menthol. While menthol feels cold and all, and I love it. Well, I love it too, absolutely. Uh, it's actually an irritant to the skin. Shavers who find themselves getting irritations should stay away from any mentholated products. So glad it doesn't bother me. Hey, thanks for mentioning that, uh, Jimmy V. As we say here, your face, your rules. And if menthol doesn't agree with you, by all means, stay away from it. However, it's great to see Phoenix Shaving and some other uh, artisans out there offer both mentholated and non-mentholated uh, balms, for instance. That's always great to see. Uh, and like the Cube 2.0 is mentholated and non-mentholated. So there you go. That's always just great to see. Uh, it's nice to see that option and see that choice there. So thanks. Thanks again uh, for pointing that out, Jimmy V. Really do appreciate it. Viewer James Sefton checked in and he wrote, Hey, Mark, I'm sure you have used Barrister Soap. This stuff is amazing. The closest soap to PAA that I have found. I got it yesterday and have shaved three times just to use it. I can hardly wait to order some of the other flavors. Have a great day. Yeah, James, I have yet to use Barrister and Man shave soap. However, viewer Mike H. very, very kindly sent along some, and we'll be reviewing this very, very soon. My thanks to Mike H. Again, we talked about this in uh, previous Monday Morning Mailbag's new wet shaving gear segment. So here it is. I'll be reviewing it soon. And this scent right here, this is Seville. Check that out, Seville. Let me get a, get a look at the label there. Isn't that a great label? It's a great label. This scent, this scent is amazing. I absolutely love this scent. Very, very nice. And we also have the uh, aftershave splash right here. So yeah, we're going to be using these for sure. Uh, and uh, thanks for the reminder on that. I haven't used it yet. I'm really excited to use it and to do a review on it because if you say it's very, very close to PAA CK6, well, I am, I am looking forward to using it. Uh, I've heard very, very good things about it as well. So uh, thanks very much for that, James. I really do appreciate it. Manila Jim wrote, Thanks for mentioning the reason behind feeling stubble even after some passes, i.e. hollow strand of hair with water before retracting. Insight for the day. Yeah, we talked about this on a previous Monday morning mailbag, and all credit goes to Steve, the Daily Shaver. That's where I first saw it. Your uh, whiskers are hollow, and they retain a little bit of water, so they're plumped up, and when that excess water is finally thrown off after a shave, they retract a little bit and actually become a little smoother, give you a little smoother result. So it's just a matter of experience how to gauge whether or not your shave is done, even though you might feel a little bit of you might feel a little bit of stubble or whether or not you need uh, an additional pass or touch up, that sort of thing. And that just comes from doing the traditional wet shave and kind of gauging your whisker, your face, that sort of thing. And uh, I've kind of learned to understand that with my shaves that I can kind of, maybe if I feel a little bit of whisker after a second pass, I kind of understand the feel that, okay, you know what? This is going to throw off that excess water and it's going to retract and I'm going to get a really nice result, possibly even BBS. So you kind of learn to gauge that. 
And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that uh, you're gleaning a little bit from, from that Manila, Jim. Thanks very much for the comment. William Murphy said, what a great video. Lots of great information. I really enjoyed it. I'm so glad you liked my tip for the brush scuttle. I hope other viewers will give it a try. I really enjoy the George cartoons and the double take at the end of your Monday morning mailbag videos. Keep them coming. Looking forward to this week's reviews. Have a great week. Now, this was in regards to um, a previous Monday morning mailbag, last week's Monday morning mailbag. And you know what? Again, as I always say, the viewers are the ones who just provide some great, great information. And I'm very, very happy to pass it along to uh, the audience and the fellow wet shavers. Uh, I say this on the Second Cup podcast. Uh, without you, this microphone would be silent, and I really, really do mean that. So uh, my thanks to all the viewers out there who, who continually contribute to the Monday Morning Mailbag and also to the Second Cup podcast. And William, I am so glad that you like the George comic strip at the end of the Monday Morning Mailbag and also the Double Take cartoons. I'm going to be, I'm going to continue to do that. Thanks very much for your feedback on that. I have a lot of fun providing those and I have a lot of fun drawing them as well. So thanks very much for that. Really do appreciate it. William, uh, viewer 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes wrote, that spoon and the hot coffee thing I have known about for a while. I've used it for hot temperature soups. Simple idea. Uh, Dapper Shaves also uh, chimed in with simple but works a treat. Regards, Dapper Shaves. Yeah, that was the uh, the tip about leaving a spoon in a hot cup of coffee. Uh, I mentioned uh, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, maybe it was last week, that truck drivers, truck drivers know to do this. I learned this from my uh, my driving instructor in high school uh, because he was a truck driver. And he said, you know, if you get a really hot cup of coffee, you just put a spoon in there, a metal spoon in there, and that will just kind of absorb that excess heat. And you'll always see them, uh, you know, folks who do that, you'll always see them taking the first sip of coffee with that spoon still in, in the mug. And it works. It really does work. So thanks for confirming that, gentlemen. Really do appreciate it. J.C. Shaves wrote, I sent the tip to you of using extra lather after the shave, but I think you responded someone else had sent you that. So I really don't care. <laughs> I don't really want to claim the credit. Uh, that's fine. It's okay, JC Shaves. I'm glad you sent it along. Uh, Mark Cohen wrote, I think Kevy Shaves does a face wash after the shave with a leftover lather. I know it's another YouTuber that does it, and I love doing it as well. Uh, Brian also said, yeah, Kevy definitely does. That's where I first saw it. It's a great idea, especially if using a soap with lots of skin food. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I think JC Shaves originally sent it to me. And I think JC, you probably saw Kevy Shaves do that or someone else. And uh, Mark and Brian saw uh, Kevy do that. So uh, yeah, that's <laughs> wherever it originated. It's a great tip. Gentlemen, thank you very much. And JC Shaves, thanks for uh, making mention that you were the one who uh, wrote that to me. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. And I just wanted to give you a shout out that that's where I saw it originally. So thank you very, very much. Viewer Carl Pennington wrote, the Schick double-edged blades are great. I can get five to six shaves from a blade. They remind me of my favorite blade, Mercur Super Platinum Blade. Both blades were made in Germany. The new Mercur Platinum Blades are made in uh, Czechoslovakia, CZ, I think that's what that is, Czechoslovakia. 
I'm stocking up on the old Merkur Super Platinum blades that were made in Germany. Something about German-made blades uh, and their durability is second to none. Uh, I think the Wilkinson swords that uh, I have used in the past, not the ones made in India, but the other ones are made in Germany. And these Schick blades reminded me of those Wilkinson sword blades. Someone pointed out that they're made in the same factory by the same manufacturer, uh, if I recall correctly. Uh, so thanks very much for that um, that comment, Carl. Really do appreciate that. Charles Price wrote, great show. I find I can use a sharper blade when I shave with cold water. Warm water, I use a smoother blade that's a little less sharp. Hey, that's a really interesting point. And uh, I have found that when I do a cold water shave, regardless of the blade, I think it's kind of a snapping action on the whisker. You know, it's almost like the whisker's a little rigid and just kind of snaps it away. But boy, do I get a nice, smooth result. Do you get the same kind of snapping sensation? It's, it's you know, the warm water softens it, softens the whisker. The cold water kind of kind of makes it a little more rigid. Am I wrong? Am I, am I recalling that correctly? I haven't done a cold water shave in some time, but I recall the first time I did it, I, I felt this snapping action of the, as, the, as the blade was uh, shaving away the whisker. Comment below and let me know if you get a snapping action when you do a cold water shave. It's not a bad thing. It's kind of a neat sensation. And again, cold water shaves are great and they really do reduce irritation. A lot of wet shavers tell me they really do reduce irritation. I have found the same. Uh, Roderick McLeod wrote, uh, hey, Mark, great show today. Uh, Kevin's photo with the blade storage made a little alarm go off in my head. I'm not aware of any rigorous scientific research into this, so this is my point of view. When storing blades, especially if it's a drawer because of the repeated opening and closing, like Kevin has there, it's best to have them oriented so the blades are laying flat or on end instead of on edge. This is to minimize possible wear and tear on the blade edge by the wrapper, especially on blades that don't have the wax or glue dots. Ideally, the blades in the drawer should be limited to tucks that have been opened just to minimize the chances of paper on blade wear. Uh, 50 pieces of advice like this is only worth a dollar and everybody gets to make up their own mind. Hey, that is great. I'm trying to find a blade here, uh, a tuck of blades here. I thought I had some. Ah, got them right here. Here they are. They're within reach. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know what, uh, just to, just to go over this, uh, with a little visual here, uh, what, um, what Roderick is saying is when you're storing blades, don't store them on edge like this, right? You store them on end like this, on end like this, or flat. That way, uh, there isn't the, the, the edge of the blade isn't wearing against that paper wrapper in there. That's the idea. So if you store them like this and the drawer is opening and closing, the wear is going to be on that end tab of the blade, or it's just going to be, you know, it's going to lay flat like this. Uh, having it on edge like this uh, will probably increase the amount of uh, wear and friction of the blade edge on the paper wrapper. That's, I think I've interpreted that correctly, Roderick. And I think it's, uh, I think it's something to, uh, I think it's something to consider. Absolutely. I've often heard that um, uh, paper wrappers, you got to be careful with paper wrappers and blades. Now, 
you know what? I recall, I'm going to have to find it. Maybe I can link to it. There was a, uh, a kind of a, uh, an, an informative movie, like a movie tone newsreel ad from the 1940s where they talked about this, how to transport new razor blades from the drugstore to your home. You know, make sure that they're not jostling around uh, in your pocket. Make sure that they're secure. Uh, so yeah, I tend to recall that. I'm going to try to look for that again. So, an, another viewer sent me that link to that uh, YouTube video. I'll try to find it again and link it. Uh, if it will, you know what? Whoever you are out there, please comment below and let me know. And if you have the link, send it to me again if I can't find it. So thanks very much for that, Roderick. Really do appreciate it. Um, Rodney Ripplinger did a follow-up on the Body Shield Single Edge Razor. Now, we talked about this razor being offered uh, by Body. It's offered by Bull Goose Shaving, as Beth Jones uh, uh, announced to us. Thank you again, Beth. And Rodney Ripplinger happened to find it on the BodyBrush.com website. And he wrote, Mark, the Body Shield SC works great. I got a BBS shave with mine this morning prior to watching... 3MB. Note, the handle that comes with the razor has a different sized thread than standards, so you cannot swap handles with any handles you might have on hand. This is not a problem for me or a deal breaker. If ordering a razor direct from Body and you wish to have a polished razor, be sure to check that option. No extra cost. Uh, Rodney. Hey, Rodney, thanks very much for that mini review. Really, really do appreciate that, folks. Again, I'll have the link to bodybrush.com as well as the discount codes that they send to us. So make sure you check out those discount codes and use them if you're going to order something from bodybrush.com. And that wraps up another refill segment for this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. I really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Okay, we're going to kick it off with something really, really amazing from Phoenix Shaving, celebrating their 10th anniversary in business. Here it is, the Artifact Razor right here. This is the 10th anniversary edition of the Artifact Razor. Isn't that beautiful? This is how it comes packaged here, folks. This is a razor with an absolutely beautiful razor case. Let me show you what it looks like right here. I'm just going to push this out here like this, okay? I'm going to open this up. Now, I've already shaved with this, and it's absolutely awesome. Okay, get this beautiful, beautiful blue padded case right here, and it says the artifact on there, right there. Artifact, a decade of different. Right there, Phoenix Shaving Artifact, a decade of different. Check that out. Isn't that beautiful? It has this terrific zipper closure right here. Okay, and when you open this up, check this out right here. Okay, this is what it looks like inside. Look at this. This is a polishing cloth. Let's show this to you right now. Polishing cloth, because this is going to come in handy. I have not opened this. is the first time I'm opening up the uh, polishing cloth right here. See, a decade of difference. A decade of different. Uh, celebrating 10 years. Wow. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? That's absolutely, this polishing cloth is absolutely beautiful. Look at that. How about that? Phoenix shaving, a decade of different. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. We're going to set that aside. And here is the razor now. It has a really nice padded top right here. 
beautiful. It's just a beautiful, beautiful laser case. And here is the uh, information right here regarding uh, the razor. Okay, you can get a look at that right there. That's really through a lot of information there regarding it. And here is they also give you a little artifact sticker there. And they give you 15 of these strange razor blades. And here is the razor right here. And they got a little pull strap here to lift that razor out because it is a really nice snug fit in this case like that. And here's the razor right here. Isn't that gorgeous? Isn't that absolutely beautiful? This razor is made from polyoxybenzylmethylenglycolonhydride. <laughs> More commonly known as Bakelite. That's right, it's a Bakelite razor. It has a gold-plated brass cap. It is an open comb razor. Look at that. Isn't that absolutely beautiful? It's a three-piece razor, and it's Bakelite. Absolutely beautiful. Now, this definitely has this yesteryear vintage vibe to it. Absolutely. Now, uh, here's an article from uh, Wikipedia discussing Bakelite. It's a uh, thermosetting phenol formaldehyde resin formed from a condensation reaction of phenol with formaldehyde. The first plastic made from synthetic components. It was developed by Leo Bakeland in Yonkers, New York in 1907 and patented on December 7, 1909. Because of its electrical non-conductivity and heat-resistant properties, it became a great commercial success. It was used in electrical insulators, radio and telephone casings, and such diverse products as kitchenware, jewelry, pipe stems, children's toys, firearms, and of course, wet shaving gear, as we all know. Uh, the retro appeal of the old Bakelite products has made them collectible. Obviously, uh, that also uh, includes razor, safety razors from the era. Now, as I was, as Douglas was uh, telling me, a lot of razors back during World War II utilized Bakelite for, a lot of companies utilized Bakelite for the construction of their razors because uh, steel was being rationed at the time because, because of the war effort. So that's why you see a lot of Bakelite uh, razors during uh, the 1940s. Uh, and boy, this razor did an absolutely beautiful job. It delivered an absolutely beautiful, beautiful shave, right? There's the handle right there. Now you know it's Bakelite because Bakelite doesn't have any seams. It is molded in one piece. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? And here is the, uh, the base plate right here. Isn't that beautiful? And here is the gold-plated brass cap. Okay, let me just wipe that off because I did use it yesterday and it delivered a beautiful three-pass BBS shave. No kidding. This was absolutely beautiful. Now, the, the fit of the base plate to the cap is absolutely beautiful, spot on, and precise. It was really a nice, snug, precise fit. And the blade alignment was absolutely beautiful, spot on. Uh, the uh, the blade balance and alignment was absolutely sp spot on. A little bit, just a little bit of blade exposure on the ends right here of the razor head, but that's definitely not a deal breaker because this, the, the shave was so beautiful and they didn't get in the way, uh, but really a terrific, terrific razor. It is lightweight, but the weight of the cap uh, adds a little bit of weight going, you know, adds a little bit of forward weight 
to uh, really aid in the shave, but I found myself just letting the razor do all the work. It really did deliver a nice shave. Just a light touch and the strange lit blade and this razor head did an absolutely beautiful, beautiful job. This, was, this is one terrific razor, absolutely. So I will have a link to it. Uh, the link should be posted by now. I'm hoping this posted. If it isn't posted, I'll update this when they do. I'll update the description when the link does post. But this is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful razor. Now, the information that Douglas sent me right here, and you can read along with me on screen if you want. He writes, I'd be lying if I said the last 10 years haven't been absolutely surreal and amazing. Both Fran and I are forever grateful to our most epic customers for getting it and continuing to show up release after release. Without your support, we would have fizzled up and burnt out a long, long time ago. So really, thank you. Since day one, our motto has always been, try something different. And in the spirit of this very honest tagline, we thought it might be time for the world to meet the artifact, also true to our roots. The artifact is based on an extremely rare and obscure safety razor, so much so any background information is lost to time. If I were to guess based on the materials, however, I'd speculate the design to be about 80 to 90 years old. The artifact. Sensual and efficient in its timeless function and form, smooth in performance, and harmonious in its balance. The Bakelite handle is completely solid, and the decorative gold-plated brass top cap not only adds a splash of elegance, but just enough weight to aid in the shave. Obscure retro tech at its finest. Thank you all once more for the continuous support over the last decade, and at the risk of sounding trite, Here's to another 10 more. Shave on and stay groovy, Douglas, Fran, and Huxley. Wow, that is really neat. It's a, and it's done in a certificate kind of form, as you saw right there. Really, really neat. And again, just a beautiful presentation. A beautiful presentation, 15 blades. Uh, the, uh, the razor in the Bakelite uh, handle with the gold-plated brass cap. It just screams retro. It screams vintage. Uh, absolutely fantastic. I love that aspect about Phoenix shaving, that uh, their, their razors, their brushes, their shave soaps have that call to yesteryear. It's based on the history of wet shaving. And I don't think, I don't, no one does it better than Doug is what I'm trying to say. He really does his research. He really knows his wet shaving history and he incorporates it into everything that they bring to market in the 21st century. A great time to be doing the traditional wet shave and a great time to be embracing uh, the Phoenix wet shave product line. Absolutely fantastic. The Artifact, an absolutely wonderful razor in an absolutely beautiful, beautiful case. <laughs> this is going to travel well if you want to take it traveling. Fantastic, fantastic razor and case. Uh, again, I'll have links below when they become available. My thanks to Doug, Fran, and Huxley for allowing me to share this with the viewers and my fellow wet shavers out there. And I will be getting a review done on this uh, very soon, very soon. Just had a test drive with it, and it's a wonderful, wonderful razor. Thank you again, Doug, Fran, and Huxley. Viewer Mark Bagwell is very impressed by Phoenix Shaving Son of Honeysuckle Shave Soap. And he sent along the following review. 
My review of PAA's Son of Honeysuckle Shave Soap. Wow. To begin with, this is my favorite PAA soap of all time. The CK6 formula is unmatched for both the slickness and the rich lather it creates with only a few swirls of a brush. I am constantly amazed by the performance. But what really makes this soap stand out is the scent. This is where Douglas Smythe really knocked it out of the ballpark. To say the scent is spot on to a honeysuckle tree is not doing it justice. I know because in my childhood, we had a honeysuckle tree outside my bedroom window. So every time I open the soap container, it's like being transported back to those long lost days. Although Douglas at PAA has created many memorable scents, the son of honeysuckle will always be my favorite. It just might become your favorite as well. Folks, I'll have links below to Son of Honeysuckle. Mark, thanks very much for a terrific, terrific review. I really do appreciate it. It's one I'm putting on my wish list, and I hope to get it soon. It sounds absolutely fantastic. Uh, And Yeah, and I agree. CK6 formula is amazing. You don't have to swirl that much. Although, in my reviews, I tend to overload my shaving brushes. That's just... During my video reviews, I want to make sure I have more lather than not, but you're correct. You only need a few swirls of the CK6 uh, shave soap. It's, it's amazing, and it explodes right off the brush. And Honeysuckle Rose sounds like an absolutely outstanding, outstanding scent. Mark, thanks very much for the review. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have something really, really new and really, really special to show you. This came from a gentleman named Christian Blessing. And he wrote me recently, I just stumbled about your channel. Great content. Would you be interested in testing our products? The brand was founded in 1957 in New York by Michael Knudsen. It's one of the oldest perfume brands from the USA and the first creation, a man's cologne, actually is the oldest men's perfume from the USA. We're launching a shaving soap at the moment, which would go along great with your channel. The packaging is very luxurious and of the highest quality. I attached some pictures. Kindness regards, Christian Blessing. I told him I was very, very interested, and the brand is Gravel. Gravel Shave Soap right here. Look at this packaging right here. This is absolutely amazing. This is top-notch. This is top, top shelf. Uh, My brother Tom was here when the package arrived, and as I opened it, he said, Wow! And it's just so very impressive. So here is the shave soap. This is how it's packaged. You know, again, it's not too early to talk about Christmas gift giving. Uh, and this is this is absolutely fantastic for the wet shaver in your life. Or drop a hint to family <laughs> because this is absolutely beautiful. Look at that. Comes across the sleeve comes off like that. Okay, and then you have this pull tie right here, and this drawer opens up here like this. Check that out. Okay. Let me see if I can get this open on camera for you. Okay, let me see. There we go. There we go. And then here it is right here. There's the the shave soap right there. Look at that. Isn't that absolutely amazing? It's just, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Here it is right here. Okay, gravel. uh, New York 1957 gravel shave soap. You open this up right here. There's the puck. Inside there, beautiful, beautiful container, beautiful shaving uh, 
shaving container, shaving bowl. Let me see if I can get this out here. It is a nice snug fit, and it is wrapped. Okay, hang on. Yeah, here we go. There it is. Popped out. There it is like that. It is wrapped up. It's wrapped in cellophane. You know what? Let's open it up. Let's try to get this open here. Let me see if I can get this open here. You might see an edit as I open this up. There it is right there. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, that's a beautiful scent. That really is. That's a, that's a really nice scent. Very, very nice scent. Very elegant. Very refined. And it fits in just like that. Okay. There it is. Isn't that beautiful? Absolutely nice. We're going to be doing a review on this. This is absolutely fantastic. My thanks to Christian Blessing for passing this along, sending this along for review. Really do appreciate it. Again, the packaging is top-notch. The scent is really refined and elegant. Really, really terrific. He sent along some additional information here about the, uh, the, the company. Uh, after Knudsen's death, the fragrances disappeared for several years. Gravel perfumes thus became rare and sought after vintage fragrances available only in private remainders. George and Christian Blessing, both gravel enthusiasts, were in the same situation. The fascination for the fragrances and the brand's eventful history had infected father and son. So basically, the idea to remarket gravel is based on the wish to wear the scents again. And that's what they're doing. And they went about acquiring... Uh, the rights to this from the heirs of the Knudsen family and that sort of thing. And here it is. They're launching it again. Now, they also sent along some samples of their uh, aftershave and cologne right here. Okay. And what we have here is um, uh, Across the Ocean, American Dream, A Man's Cologne, 46th Street, 46th Street, and Hudson River, New York. Right there. They sent along this collection of samples. And uh, this is terrific. Uh, you know what? Um, it's, it's these little pump sprays <laughs> right here. Okay. A little pump spray like that. See that? Okay. This is American. This is American dream. Let's just. Uh... Oh, that's marvelous. That really is. That's got, an, that's got a great outdoors kind of scent. Oh, that, this would be a great finishing touch to this shave soap right here. This has a really nice, elegant, refined kind of scent, but boy, this would finish it off very, very nicely. You know, it's a nice contrast there is what I'm saying, but also complements one another. Really, really terrific. So we'll be doing a review on this and checking out the uh, the lathering quality, the moisturizing quality, uh, that sort of thing. I, I think this is going to be absolutely great. This shipped all the way from Germany. The, uh, the company is... Um, I think the company has uh, New York offices, but this shipped all the way from, uh, from Germany. It took a while. That's where the soap is being made, uh, as I recall, if I recall correctly. And uh, so it took a while to get here. Uh, or just, uh, he, I received the email at the beginning of October. Here it is all at the end of October, and I finally received the soap. So I'm looking forward to reviewing this. And uh, really, it, looks, it just looks terrific, and the packaging is top-notch, and everything about it just screams... Uh, gentlemen, it really does. It is absolutely terrific. And on the back here, you'll get some more information regarding the brand. You can get a screenshot of that if you'd like to, and you can read that later along with their website right there at the bottom, which is www.gravel1957, gravel1957.com, right there. Okay, and we'll also link it in the description below so you know where to go. 
And there it is. So, yeah, absolutely excited to be uh, to be uh, reviewing this. And uh, terrific, terrific scent. Looks like it's going to make heaps of lather. It's going to be beautifully moisturizing just based on the scent. I'm, I just have that great positive feeling about its lathering and moisturizing qualities. Absolutely fantastic. So there it is, Gravel 1957. Uh, thank you to Christian Blessing for passing this along. I really do appreciate it. Folks, we'll have links below. Uh, Ken Frederick checked in and he said, another great show, Mark. Hey, thanks very much, Ken. Those Schick and Zork Supreme DE blades look awesome. Take care. Yeah, those were uh, sent to us uh, by Andy Amaya from the Wet Shaving Store. Wanted to remind you once more of their online address. It's at wetshaving.store, wetshaving.store. And that uh, they very kindly sent along the dark blue shave soap from South Africa and the Schick and Zork uh, razor blades that were just fabulous. And the shave soap was great and the blades were great. So uh, you can get to them at wetshaving.store or wetshavingstore.com or thewetshavingstore.com. Any of those addresses will get you to the Wet Shaving Store and uh, a new online retailer of, of uh, all things wet shave, traditional wet shave gear, razors, brushes, shave soaps, razor blades, a really, really nice, nice and different selection. So check them out. Wetshaving.store will take you right there along, the, along with the other URLs. I'll have them all linked below. Viewer James Sefton very, very kindly emailed, Good morning, Mark. I just ordered a pack of rubber bands for using on the Allen block, and they are heading your way. Just a small token of appreciation for the Monday morning mailbag. Take care and have a great day. James, thank you very, very much. Folks, here's what he sent. These Tulip brand rubber bands. These are absolutely great. Okay. They cut the 30 in this pack here, right there. Check that out. Okay. They are multicolored. I took out a couple already. To show you what they look like, here's the size of them right here. Okay, isn't that fantastic? Let's take this one here. These are absolutely perfect. We've talked about getting rubber bands for Allen blocks uh, to act as a no-slip grip kind of thing. Now, here is my GBS Allen block right here. Okay, it's a really good deal. You get three of these and a little travel uh, case. Uh, but watch this. Look how this fits. This fits so nicely on this Allen block. Look at that, huh? How about that? Now, obviously this has a little cellophane wrapper on it, just, just so you know, I gotta take that off <laughs> eventually, but look, look at how that fits. Just, it's perfect. So for an Allen block this size, maybe a little bit larger, these rubber bands are absolutely perfect. You get 30 of them at a very, very good price. I'll link them below. My thanks to uh, James Sefton for sending along the Tulip rubber bands, uh, 30 pieces, uh, extra wide, right there. Get a look at the label there. So, um, and here is the uh, the back of the label right there. Get a screenshot of that. I'll have links below, but just so you have the label so you can do a little bit of follow-up, uh, that sort of thing, if you missed the link below. But there'll be a link below. But that's, that's the brand, Tulip, and boy, it just fits perfectly. My thanks to James Sefton. I'll be, I will definitely be using these on the GBS Allen blocks and some of the other Allen blocks of a similar size that I have. James, thanks very, very much. Folks, I'll have the link for these rubber bands below. Your Julio Rodriguez wrote, hello, Mr. Zerady. 
I've been very busy lately, so I'm not aware if you have talked about a relatively new artisan soap maker, at least for me, it's called Talent Soap Factory. Yes, we've talked about Talent Soap Factory uh, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, but thank you for mentioning it again. It's worth mentioning and letting viewers know about a new artisan soap maker out there. I bought blindly six pucks of soap just because the labels looked very nice and the scent profiles sounded sweet. To be honest, the soap base, vegan, is very slick. I don't like to compare, but it's comparable to the PAA CK1 or CK6 formula, just to mention another great vegan soap base. Well, it seems like PAA has become the standard <laughs> that all the other soap makers are being compared to. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I like PAA soap, ba soap base, and it sounds like this is a very good one too. Nothing wrong with that. So yeah, it's not a sponsored ad, but of the six pucks, I liked each one of the scents, six out of six. And to my surprise, the artisan gave me an EDP uh, from one of the pucks I have chosen, totally free. Uh, P.S. If you want to check it out, look for Talent Soap Factory at Etsy. Uh, it seems it doesn't have a website yet. Uh, thank you. Uh, thanks as always. Love your YouTube channel. Thank you very much, Julio. He also followed up and said, the items I bought in order plus the free EDP, uh, he bought uh, K. Cole and he got the K. Cole Shave Soap and he got the K. Cole EDP. He also bought Fantasy Donut, Columbiana, Frankie Mermaid, Wolf Mother, and I think this is pronounced Cirrusis, C-E-R-I-S-E-S, Cirrusis. So there you go. There's a six great shave soaps from the uh, Talent Soap Factory. So we'll have links to uh, their Etsy store, and I think there was another link to another seller online. I'll look that up, and I'll also have that link below as well. So my thanks to Julio we're passing that along and reminding us. It's worth mentioning again because they are a new uh, artisan soap maker out there. Uh, so thanks very much, Julio. Very glad to hear that you're enjoying the performance of those shave soaps. Thanks again. Rodney Ripplinger sent this along and he wrote, Hi, Mark. I hate to say this just after purchasing a $100 razor, but I find a cheapy razor I bought from Amazon is really awesome. I got it some time ago. It looks like a twist-to-open twin to the Parker 78R. Same color as the gunmetal Parker and the handle design about the same too. Even better, it performs like the 78R. It gives a close shave, no nicks with some audible feedback. I shaved with it this morning at 5.30 a.m. and at 7.30 p.m. next to no stubble. Wow, hey Rodney, thanks very much. Folks, this is the long-handled double-edge safety razor, butterfly open razor with 10 Japanese stainless steel double-edge safety razor blades from the Shaving Revolution store on Amazon. I'll have a link below. Rodney, thanks very much for listening. Viewer Roderick McLeod commented on a video which featured the Jekyll and Corona Veo 24-millimeter shaving brush. And he wrote, it may only be a $12 brush, but my Jekyll and Coronaveo 24 millimeter brush works as well as other brushes, badger and synthetic, costing four to five times as much money. It only lets me down a bit with triple milled hard soap like Williams or Marvy, but a good badger just works better with those soaps. It has good enough backbone for brush loading and the knot is set at just the right depth in the handle to allow it to splay for face lathering. 
Uh, Jekyll and Corinna Vale also has a nice looking 24 millimeter brush with a barber pole handle. Also on Amazon are brushes from Onboss, that's A-N-B-B-A-S, which look like the same handles with different brand screen printed on them. And they put the tuxedo knot in the amber faux tortoise handle and faux badger in the sparkly blue handle like you have there. It's a few extra dollars, but comes with a travel tube case. As anyone who spends much time on Amazon or Alibaba knows, this is fairly common practice. Same product, different name, sometimes different accessories. And he gave us the link to it, so check it out, folks. You can get a brush similar to this for a few bucks more with a travel tube. And the knot is slightly different. But, you know, same, same, different, different, that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, Roderick, uh, I enjoy these brushes uh, as well. And I have I have the two configurations that uh, Bob LaRoe uh, spoke about, which is why I ordered them. And they were about $11, $12 each. Great to see another option there. I'll link it below, folks. Really, Roderick, thank you very, very much for that information. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another new Wet Shaving Gear segment for this week. My thanks to everyone who contributed. And a special congratulations goes out to Doug, Fran, Huxley, and everyone at Phoenix Shaving celebrating 10 years of excellence. Thank you very much for some great artisan shave soap and some awesome shaving gear. Really, the wet shaving community is better because of your efforts. Thank you very much, Doug, Fran, Huxley, and everyone at Phoenix Shaving. Really do appreciate it. Folks, we'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Okay, this email came from viewer Robert Ross, and he wrote, Hi Mark, being of Scottish ancestry, I am genetically programmed to be thrifty. This translates into getting the most from my shave soap as well. Below are photographs of how much lather you can squeeze out of a good shave soap. One, I measured out a level 1 8 teaspoon of soap. Two, I added one teaspoon of warm water to the soap and agitated the mixture into a slurry. Three, with a damp brush, I whipped it into an incredible lather in about 45 seconds. Boom! Lather! <laughs> The secret is to work the lather on your face using the tried and true back and forth motion below the jawline, which builds lots of volume and density. I know I shared these techniques with your subscribers in the past, but as they say, a picture is worth a thousand words. Anyway, the lather was enough for a three-pass shave and a face wash. Love your Monday morning mailbag. Greetings from the great white North Canada, eh? <laughs> Cheers, Bob Ross. Uh, I asked him what he was making the slurry with, and he just said he, would, he put his finger in there to get that slurry going. Hey, this is absolutely great. Uh, I've heard of the back and forth method uh, to build a lather, and that was something that came into play uh, when I was using a silver, top, silver tip badger brush that I received from Simon Hazanov, some viewers out there recommended doing that method so that it didn't drive the lather into the knot because a silver tip badger brush tends to eat that knot as you're pressing into the face, you do the back and forth. 
but yeah, uh, this is a great method to uh, to try, a great approach. You want to save on some shave soap. You want to save. <laughs> you want. Let me repeat that again. You want to say that five times fast. You want to save on some shave soap. This might be a very very good method to uh, to follow. So thanks for the recipe and the technique, Robert. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Lionel Perez sent along this email, and his last name is spelled P-E-R-E-S. I believe I got the pronunciation correct. Lionel, let me know. Lionel Perez. Anyhow, he wrote, Hello, Mark. I really enjoyed your last Monday morning mailbag video. Great information and tips. Hey, Lionel, thanks very much. But again, it's all due to the contributions of all the viewers out there. They really come through with some really, really great information, tips, tricks, that sort of thing. So really, my thanks to all the viewers out there for their great, great contributions. Anyhow, Lionel continues here. I heard you and others mention BBS. I'm able to achieve it regularly on my face, but not my neck. Is it possible to attain BBS on the neck? If so, how? I find that if I want a pretty close shave on my neck, I must do a fourth and fifth pass, and that usually means some irritation. My beard on my neck goes in every direction, but especially east to west and west to east. I usually do a pass south to north on my neck, but then follow up with two more passes east to west and west to east. I would really like to hear what you and others are doing to attain BBS on the neck if even possible. Again, great show. Stay safe and healthy cordially. Lionel M. Perez, uh, or Perez. Uh, well, Lionel, thanks very much for the really, really nice email, the kind words. And uh, yeah, I can, I can get BBS on my neck. As a matter of fact, I got BBS on my neck uh, just uh, before cameras rolled. I did a shave and I used the... Uh, Phoenix Shaving Ascension. This is the standard Ascension here. Twist adjustable, double open comb razor, stainless steel handle, and a plated razor head. Uh, got a great, great shave with it. I used Supply Shave Cream, as a matter of fact, in the Cube 2.0. Got a great, great shave. I did three passes. Uh, I opened this up a little bit. I gave it like a little bit of a, not quite a quarter of a turn twist for my first pass, the second pass. Uh, I snugged it back up and I came, I opened it up probably anywhere from maybe a 16th to an eighth. And then the third pass, which was south to north against the grain, I snugged it up completely where it's at its mildest setting. And I got a great shave and I definitely got BBS on my neck. Absolutely no doubt. Uh, again, uh, let me emphasize here, I'm a fair-skinned individual. My skin does border on the sensitive side. Uh, but um, so it's probably a little easier for me, perhaps, to get uh, a BBS shave after two passes or three passes. Being fair skinned and my beard is not as demanding as other wet shavers. Uh, it sounds like you've mapped your beard out to where you know how it runs uh, east to west, west to east, that sort of thing. Um, you know what? I, I would say, here's my suggestion I would say go with a mild razor and a really sharp blade. Try that. I know a lot of wet shavers have made that comment uh, on the channel that when they use a, a mild razor, but they put in something like a feather blade to increase the efficiency and, and, the, and the sharpness, a little bit of blade feel in that, 
in that mild razor, they get a really, really nice result. That's, that's one suggestion. Um, and I'm thinking maybe the mild quality of the razor plus the sharp blade will result in less irritation regarding the east to west, west to east pass. Just a guess on my part. I'm interested in hearing from viewers who have the same challenge. What are you doing to overcome this? Uh, please comment below, let Lionel know, um, and um, you know, help him out with this, and uh, maybe we can get him to attain a BBS shave on his neck. Again, just I'm just throwing that out based on what viewers have told me. A mild razor, sharp blade. I have used that before. I've used that method, and my results have been very, very good. Again, however, you know, my skin and beard type may not be as demanding as other wet shavers out there. But Lionel, uh, you know what? Give that a uh, give that a try in a nice, nice mild razor. Get a sharp blade, sharp, sharp blade, like a feather in a nice mild razor and see how that works for you. The other thing I would suggest is, and maybe other viewers are thinking this right now, don't try to find the BBS. Let the BBS find you. Uh, again, we talked about the whisker retracting a little bit. Maybe if you feel a little bit of stubble, maybe that is just a little bit of water retention in the whisker shaft. And just, you know, just, you know instead, of, instead of trying to do that many passes, just, you know, if you feel it, just stop the shave there and see if that excess water is thrown off and see if that whisker retracts a little bit to give you a BBS shave, but maybe, you know, 10, 15 minutes after your shave is done. That, again, I've, I've remarked that that sometimes, uh, oftentimes happens with my shaves after two passes. All of a sudden that excess moisture is thrown off of the whisker, it retracts, and I get a really, really nice result, really nice BBS result. Again, my three-pass shave was done at a little higher aggression with this razor for pass one, a little less aggression for pass two, and a very, very mild aggression with uh, pass number three. And I used a, a strange look blade from uh, Phoenix Shaving, which I regard to be a, a very, very nice blade. So uh, again, folks, uh, if you have any suggestions for Lionel, please comment below and let us know. Lionel, that's, that's what I'm thinking off the top of my head. Nothing cast in stone here, just a few suggestions I'm throwing out based on what viewers have sent in, based on what they have commented uh, regarding how they go about um, uh, their wet shave and overcoming some of the similar challenges they have had. Uh, that sounds similar to what you have here. But you know what? I'm waiting to hear from viewers and see what they say. So Lionel, thanks very much for the comment and the question. I'm sure the viewers are going to come through with some great suggestions. Thanks again, Lionel. Okay, this question was left in one of the video reviews I, I did. It was, um, it was posted by a viewer named James Bools. And his last name is spelled B-O-O-L-E-S. I think I pronounced that correctly, James. I hope I did. If I didn't, uh, my apologies. Anyhow, James writes, Hi, can you do a four-pass shave at level six using the Mercure Futur with Persona Platinum Blades? Thanks. <laughs> well, here's my Mercure Futur right here. It adjusts from one to six. And James, unfortunately, that's something that I'm not going to attempt to do because I prefer 
milder razors. And when I use an adjustable razor, I keep it on the milder, milder end of the spectrum. That just works best for me. I'm a fair-skinned individual, and I don't think my beard is as demanding as other wet shavers out there. So there really is no need for me to turn this all the way up to six. Uh, six would be way too much. Three is really getting up there for me. This is adjust. This Mercura Futur adjusts from one to six. Three is the midway point, and that is really uh, as high as I like to go with the Mercura Futur. I have tried shaving with adjustable razors at higher settings. It's just not for me. Uh, and uh, as far as shaving at level six, four passes, no, I, I don't have the kind of skin and beard that would tolerate that kind of shave, to be perfectly honest with you. However, your comment did remind me of what a terrific razor the Mercure Futur really, really is. This was the first high-end razor I ever purchased when I came back to, to the traditional wet shave. Uh, I bought this used from a fellow wet shaver. They had used it only once, and uh, they gave it to me at a discount, and I snapped it up. And it has been an absolutely wonderful performing razor. I just haven't used it in a while. So your comment has reminded me to use this in a future reviews, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to put this aside and make sure it's in my shave den so I can use it on upcoming reviews because it really is a very, very well-made razor. When I first got this razor, I thought, wow, this has got a lot of heft. Now, since then, other razors that are in my collection have uh, are, are, are heavier, have a little more heft. But boy, this, this razor really did at the time have a lot of nice heft, uh, some good balance. Now, the, the razor head, a lot of folks think that the size of the razor head is a little too cumbersome. Uh, and you know what? I haven't found it to be, um, I haven't found it to give me too much difficulty. Some find it not to be as maneuverable. And yeah, that's true to a certain extent. But uh, through repeated use, I've kind of learned the, some little shortcuts, some little ins and outs, some little tips and tricks on how to try to overcome that. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it can be somewhat cumbersome and not as maneuverable as some other razor heads. You just have to kind of take your time with it and kind of find those little ins and outs, those little nuances to try to try to overcome that, so to speak. But it's a great razor. It really, really is. And again, three is the top end for me. Uh, I sure wish I had the kind of demanding beard where I could turn it up to six and do four passes. I simply don't. So my apologies for that. But thank you for the question, because again, it serves as a reminder that I need to use this on some upcoming reviews because it is an absolutely terrific razor. If you're looking for a really nice, well-made, terrific adjustable razor, check out the Mercure Futur. I'll have links below. Uh, again, just be aware that the razor head is a little larger. The end tabs of the razor blade are enclosed in this cap. See, I'll show you how the cap, cap pops off like this, okay? Pops off like that, and you just set the blade in there, and then you just clip the uh, the cap back on like that. So it is a little larger. So if you're if you're used to um, uh, razor heads that are a little thinner, a little more streamlined, boy, this is going to be a real departure from that. But it's nothing that you can't overcome with some repeated work and use of it. And that's what I have found. Just using it, uh, you kind of adapt to that razor head. But uh, I like it a lot. I, I really do. 
Some other wet shavers, you know, they've used it and they found the razor head to be simply too large for them. You know, and they use it on occasion. This is something I could use. This is something I would travel with, to be perfectly honest with you. It delivers that great of a shave. And again, it's adjustable. So uh, as long as I keep it at three and under, I'm good. I'm good with this. And it's probably anywhere from a two-pass to three-pass shave for me, depending on uh, beard growth, uh, day's growth of beard, so to speak. So yeah, the Mercure Futur. James, thanks very much for the question. I'm sorry I can't accommodate you on doing a level six four-pass shave with it, but it reminds me of what a great razor is and uh, also serves as uh, maybe an introduction to some wet shavers out there looking for an adjustable razor. The Mercure Futur. Uh, terrific razor. I'll have links below. Thanks again, James. And that wraps up another Monday morning mailbag for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Please share. Please subscribe. Please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the great artists and soap makers you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They offer and make some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some awesome, wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. So when you get a chance, please get up there, visit them online. Sure would appreciate it. Thanks very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark where you'll find all the products I review in this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. As promised, another double take cartoon puzzle. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Happy Halloween and make it a great week.